Hello, welcome or welcome back to None of Your Business. I'm your host, Naomi Blue, and today is episode 7. Welcome to episode 7. I hope you're doing good. I hope that September is treating you well so far. Um, September is a really cool month. I think we talked about that before. But yeah, it usually feels... I don't know. We're at that time in the month when fall is creeping in and... I love when a new season starts because everything is just so different and I love it so much. I love the fact that I get to live in a in a part of the world where I can see the different seasons cycling through and I love that so much. Um, yeah, it's also my birthday in a few days. Um, it's a very interesting phenomenon to... Well, birthdays are always very interesting, right? But... I'm turning 21 this time around. Um, So I'm properly in my 20s now, which is weird, but also not weird, but also really strange. I don't know, hard to define. But anyway, um, today's tone might be a a little bit different. What I did for the past six episodes was recording them kind of a few days in advance, working on them, um, or even, you know, pre-recording them and then releasing them as Friday comes around but um i don't know if you're listening to this as it comes out but if you're listening to this on the day it comes out then you you've noticed it's not friday it's not friday um i was busy and i didn't really know what to talk about to be honest because the other i i had kind of planned what i was going to talk about in the other episodes and this one i was like i don't know you have to be in a certain mood to talk about certain subject i feel like and nothing really felt right and i didn't want to put something out that didn't feel like um, a conversation I wanted to have or something that felt genuine, like I didn't want to force myself to do anything, so yeah, but I'm still, you know, I'm still forcing myself in a way to be persistent um, and to push through with this project because I feel like, yeah, it's important for me to do right now, even if it doesn't matter a whole lot, pushing through is something that is important for my journey I feel like so yeah it might I might be speaking not as um I don't know I might not be as animated as in other episodes because what I wanted to get at is that it's exactly 1am right now so um I'm probably like not screaming um or whatever I'm still sitting in the closet do not fear do not fear I am back in on the floor of my my lovely closet but Yeah, it's more of a a little chill conversation, kind of, you know those conversations that you have with friends at sleepovers at night, and kind of like that relaxed vibe and mindset that is going on, Um, that's kind of what we're having right now, so if you're listening to this at night, even better, if not, you know, just a little chill mood, Um, I love that for you as well, so yeah, thank you for joining me on today's conversation what is today's topic you might wonder because the other episodes have been pretty targeted um today's topic is not really a specific topic today's topic is kind of a mix of things i've had on my mind for a bit um and kind of a little roller coaster of feelings and emotions i would say as i'm going through this transformative period in my life Um, I'm kind of on the edge of a new chapter starting, and um, I know it doesn't, I'm not doing this to 
act like I'm in therapy session, but, um, because I'm not gonna go that deep in it, um, that's not the point, the point is, you know, I, I've noticed that, um, sometimes you feel a certain way, and you don't really know how to put words on how you feel, and, um, you listen to someone else talk about their own experience and somehow you relate and you're like, oh, okay, that is a normal human emotion and that is a normal way to feel. Um, And it makes you feel seen to kind of listen to someone else's experience with something um, and kind of their perspective and approach to the situation and kind of be like, okay, well, you know, I'm not alone in this and this is kind of a normal human thing to be going through, um, and maybe I can get something out of it, so that's kind of what I, what I wanted to do today, um, because I know that, um, probably a lot of us are going through the same thing in different ways, of course, but anyway, what I'm getting at is, yeah, I'm on the brink of a new chapter in my life, and if you are as well, or if you've started if you have started a new chapter, um, then you might relate to this. What I want to do was have a conversation about that specific period in my life. To kind of preface this, I've been living in the same city for two years, and we we both know what happened over the past two years, um, over the past two and a half years even. Um, we know that the world was in a very transformative period, um, and, um, my move to this city that I, that I'm in right now, I live in Canada, and I had never lived in this place before, um, my moved, my move to this country slash city kind of aligned with, um, the beginning of our world going through that transformation as well so I feel like it it is it was a very interesting period of my life um and now I'm about to uh move to another country slash city and start a brand new chapter that I'm really excited about but I'm I've kind of been um I've been looking back on what this past chapter had brought me because I feel like um when I it's not my first time moving somewhere it's not my first time completely starting over I do have a tendency to stay in a place for two years and then move um somehow but just how things have been working out for the past four or five years I've been just doing you know two years somewhere and then move and then two years somewhere and then move um so I've definitely noticed patterns. Um, one of the big ones being looking looking forward to that move so much that you kind of start despising everything about the current place you're in. And um, that is something I've been really, really, really trying not to do this time around because I feel like it kind of ruins the experience when, you know, I've been planning this move for the past m- few months or more or like even year, and I don't want to spend the entire time I'm still here, um, completely hating everything around me, and only focusing on the future, because I feel like that kind of ruins the experience, obviously, and I don't want to have my last weeks or months completely 
shaded um, by the possibilities of that new life I'm about to enter, I guess. Um, so that's a pattern I didn't want to repeat because I've been there before. I've done that two, three times now. Um, and um, yeah, this time around, I kind of wanted to look back on my chapter and what it has brought me and kind of reflecting and being expressing gratitude um, for what this chapter has brought me. I think the main thing I got out of it was that no matter how much um, I might not completely vibe with it now, it was an important part of my life and it is something that I had to go through because otherwise I would have never become who I am right now. Uh, which is a pretty obvious concept that a lot of people talk about. But yeah, had I not been through the past two years here in this place, I would not have become the person that is now capable of making that move to that brand new city and country. So I think that's why I'm really deciding to approach this with gratitude and um, celebrate the moments that I've lived through here um, and yeah, just acknowledging the fact that no matter if the moments were positive or negative, they were all lessons and um, lessons of growth that I had to go through. And um, yeah, but it feels like, I feel like, especially because I've been repeating this pattern for the past few years, um, there's a point where you're like, hmm, is this really a good idea to do this again and to go through this again? Um, and you kind of have a feeling of uncertainty um, popping in because you're like, well, why do I have to always, you know, leave another place? Like, why am I not satisfied every time I'm somewhere? Um why do I always feel the need to put myself in those uncomfortable situations? And always, you know, it kind of makes you wonder whether it's escapism um, or whether it's a, there's a valid reason for you to do something. And um, it, it makes you ponder. It makes you ask yourself, like, hmm, what is the problem here, you know? And... Um, yeah, that feeling of uncertainty and doubt about myself has been present ever since I've started planning that move, which was over a year ago. But I think at the end of the day, you have to listen to that voice inside and the the gut feeling and the instinct and the push that you had from yourself inside um, to, you know, take that leap and make that move and make that choice um there is a reason you had that vision initially or there is a reason that idea first came to mind you know I think I heard something a while back that was like I don't how did it go I don't remember exactly how it was formulated but it was something like you wouldn't have the idea if you weren't capable of achieving it basically or like you wouldn't have that vision if you if you couldn't get through it um which is something that has kept me going because I'm like yeah I've had that vision it might seem 
unattainable, but I think at the end of the day, it's something that I've had for a reason. Um, it's not just a wild, insane, delusional dream. And I wouldn't be the first one to make that leap, and I'm not going to be the last one either. It is something that I can achieve if I put my mind to it, and if I, you know, keep on trusting myself that this is the direction I'm heading in. Yeah, so that is something that is very exciting when it comes to starting a new chapter, but I think we often talk about starting that new chapter as kind of a concept, but when it comes to when it comes to practicality, I guess, and really applying that to your life, um, people don't often talk about the the bitterness, but also the sweetness that comes with the end of a chapter. Because um, sometimes you kind of rush to turn the page over and to write that brand new phase and brand new page. Um, but we don't talk about how bittersweet it might be to leave a place even though you know that it wasn't meant for you exactly um because once again like those feelings of doubt and of you know uh feeling like oh did i really did i miss out on a chance to build something here am i making the right decision and leaving this phase of my life in this place um or is it good Am I going to regret it? Is it? Am I making the right decision? And I think what I've decided for myself at least is that, yeah, there there is a reason I've had that vision in mind. And that, yes, the unknown is scary, but if you don't take that leap and jump into it, then you might never know what's on the other side. Um, also, in all fairness what I've noticed as well is sometimes you really try and try and try to make something work and it just does not work um I keep on getting those signs I'm a huge believer in signs of all kinds when it comes to making a decision or following a certain direction a certain path um and so I keep on getting those signs that it is time for me to make that move um and the latest one I've gotten which is really it's like yeah it's really funny well it's not it's not funny no it's not funny uh people got hurt probably it's not funny but it is really absurd it's absurd um one of my favorite thrift stores in town that I used to go to um and it it was a bit further out and so I had to like go on this little trip and be like oh it's my thrift store day um so I've been there a few times and I was like I always think about going to that thrift store and I was watching TikTok today, as one does. Someone was like, guys, the thrift store downtown burnt down. Literally burnt down. Give me new recommendations uh, to thrift. And I was like, what do you mean it burnt down? I look it up. The entire building burnt down. Not kidding. The entire thing gone. Shattered. It was, it was not like a small little store. Like, no, it was an entire building. Entire warehouse burnt to the ground. Don't know how that happened. Yeah, not not funny. Um because thrift store is very important to communities, not funny. But uh-huh. And so when stuff like that happens, I think I'm kind of like okay, yeah, this is a validation. And if you're listening to this and you don't believe in signs whatsoever, you might think this is completely crazy. But it's just the little things like that. Like 
I was recently, um, I was away from town for a bit, and I tried to come back, and it took me two days. It took me two days to come back to that side of the world, and the journey was literally insane. Uh, at one point, I ended up in Ireland, at a on, in a random city, because we had to do an emergency landing because someone almost died on my plane, um, and that never happens to me. I don't usually have trips like that, but th I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna pack my bags even harder and faster than I would have. Yeah, I don't know. It's just there comes a point where everything is just going against your good efforts to do something, and so yeah, it's time. It's time to close that book and chapter and turn the page and start a new one and kind of. But at the same time, like I said before, really, really grateful for everything this city and chapter has brought me. It was a very transformative time and I have gained so much knowledge um, of life and so much independence and I've done things that I had never done before and that really, you know, made me into the person I am now and I have conquered old fears and I've gotten over obstacles and like for instance I never thought I would have my driver's license because I was petrified of driving um and I forced myself to get lessons and I did get lessons and every time I would hop in that car I was shaking but it was you know I got through it and I did so many hours and then I was shaking when I took the test, I failed the test, but I persisted, and I took it again, and I was shaking, and I thought I was going to die in the car, um, but it was fine, it was fine, I got my driver's license, and then I took myself out to drive for the first time on my own, uh, literally got lost, and ended up on a sort of highway, <laughs> at the opposite side, on the opposite side of the city, and I thought I was lost in the woods, um, but I survived, I survived, and now I can just hop in a car, and sometimes I might hit the wall and break the car, but that's okay, we keep on going, um, and now I can drive, like, I'm not saying I'm the best driver, I'm not saying I want to be an Uber driver, but I did it, I did it, and I don't have as much anxiety about driving anymore, and if I had to drive somewhere, I could do it, and now I drive people to the airport like a pro, and I barely need my GPS, so go off, um, but yeah, you know, getting over fears, and I don't think that had I lived in the city I lived in before I moved here, then I would not have gotten my driver's license like that, and I would not have gotten that sort of boost of confidence to do it, because it was just a different environment and a different stage of my life, and I wasn't there yet, and, um, yeah, same thing with, like, parties, I used to hate parties, I used to have that um, misconception about people who liked to party and about, you know, what partying was. And I used to have that really negative feeling about it, a negative view, and that would kind of stop me socially from doing things in the past. And then I moved here and it was kind of hard at first. And I was like, I still had that misconception. And then I slowly got introduced to it. And I was like, you know what? Parties can be fun. And now I love them. Um, and I feel like it's going to be an important skill to have to like partying if I want to get 
used to that next phase of my life in that new city where I know people love to party and drink. Um, and that is something that, you know, 18-year-old me um, would not have been able to achieve. And yeah, I think it's kind of, it was very much needed. So there are really good aspects and there are less good ones. Um, but at the end of the day, it was a very vital, informative time and experience that I had to go through and get over in order to become who I am right now. And I guess what I wanted to say is that sometimes you don't know what's waiting for you in that next step. And you just know that where you are right now is not good for you. And you get to, you start getting that uncomfortable feeling all the time about everything and you keep on persisting but things just do not work and it's just little signs and your whole body is telling you that you need to be somewhere else um or you know it doesn't matter it doesn't have to be a city it can be you know you need to have new people in your life or you need to be in a new position or you need to be in a new environment or you need to you know be doing other things or change your routine or whatever it doesn't have to be as drastic as moving across the world obviously but it's just I don't do things halfway okay um no but that's just the very dramatic side of my brain I'm like no I need to move to another continent um but yeah if you feel like your entire body is telling you to do something maybe it's time to listen to it and um the other thing that's interesting as well is uh I'm moving to, I'm moving back to Europe, um, and the city I'm moving to is a city that I have been low-key obsessing over for the past decade, um, and I kind of forgot about that obsession, and kind of went away for a bit, but I always had that, such, like, that pull to go there and, you know, watch movies that were set there and whatever, um, and I always had that attraction to it, subconsciously, even, um, but I never thought that, I never allowed myself to believe that it was for me, and then a friend pointed out, you know, oh, there's a city that I think would be great for you, and I kind of, everything shifted, and I was like, wait, am I allowed to leg this city? Um, Because I always, I had tons of people around me being like, oh, I'm going to move there, and I'm going to move there, and I was like, oh, okay, well, that's their thing then, that it can't be mine, and so I kind of wasn't listening to myself, even though I always felt that attraction, that pull, um, until I had to be confronted with the possibility that it could be good for me as well, and um, yeah, a good place for me to be, and a good match, I guess. Um, but it took a long time because I wasn't listening to myself, and I was kind of letting other people claim that opportunity for themselves, and being like, oh, that's their thing, I can't do it, I can't, it can't be mine as well, you know, um, I don't know if that sounds really abstract or not, but yeah, sometimes if you have that deep feeling, and if you've had it for years, and there's been so many signs that it's like the right place, um, sometimes you deserve to give it a shot, and I'm always afraid of making mistakes, I don't know why, it's like little euphobia messing up, um, and it doesn't matter if you make a mistake, 
like it literally does not matter things are not that big of a deal usually even if they're on a big scale this is not a life or death situation you know well let's hope not like i don't want to get stabbed but it's not a life or death situation if i move somewhere and if i end up not liking it as much as i thought um even though i don't have very very clear expectations of what is waiting for me over there but i just know that it's the right thing to do and it just feels right and i just know that i'm going to be able to go with the flow a little bit more um but yeah it i was talking to my therapist about that because i was like i don't know what if i don't like it what if i'm messing up what if blah blah and she was like it literally does not matter like what if you don't like the city then okay it can't be as bad as you not liking the city here um it's going to be the same you're going to figure it out anyway like it's you're going to cope you're going to you know and it's going to be an an adventure and a new experience either way um and that's kind of how i see things now whenever they don't really go i don't know why it sounded like i was about to cry i'm really not uh it's just 130 um yeah whenever i yeah things don't exactly go the way i wanted them to go like my trip coming back here my god those it, i don't even know how many planes i was on it was crazy um ireland looked pretty from the window though that's cool um but i was just i'm like what am i gonna do about it i'm not gonna pilot the plane is that what you yeah is that how you say it no you don't drive a plane you pilot a plane right i'm not gonna oh operate is that how you say yeah i I was like i'm not gonna operate the plane i can't all i can do is stay there and just accept that this is happening and if i don't start throwing a fit then i feel like it's gonna be great like i just go with it and i just see the good aspects and whatever is happening um and that kind of helped like i just i was i was being dramatic about the whole situation because i think it was so absurd but at the end of the day it didn't kill me um and so it's a fun and it makes it makes for a fun story you know it's kind of how i feel like about my quote-unquote failures and little mistakes that i make that i um might make in life little mishaps um it's it's gonna be a fun story to tell especially as someone who wants to write lives and stories and movies and all of that give me all the most absurd stories give them to me i have to experience them to be able to write about them later so yeah that's kind of how i i see life now um so even all the things i've been through the deceptions and the highs and the lows and all the really exhilarating moments and all the lower ones um for the past from the past few years they all make up for a good story at the end of the day they all they all make up for um the ability yeah that's the thing too i've realized the more i go through things and i feel different emotions the broader the broader yeah it just broadens my horizons and my spectrum of emotions that i can feel and that just makes me more complete human i feel like um recently i had a a really bad day and um 
I realized that I was feeling a pain for literally no reason either, but I just realized that I was feeling a pain that was so adult and grown up. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It was something that I had, it was like I had unlocked a new level of emotions and of feelings that I had never been through before. And it was so shocking. I don't know. It was so weird. And I felt like, huh, I'm an adult now and I can feel those adult feelings. And it feels like something that I had to Like, I had to go through all of that in order to unlock that new feeling that is so much deeper and in your body than anything else I've ever felt before. And it was so interesting. And I feel like now I'm almost a complete human because of that. I don't know how to explain it. Um, I had never heard anyone mention it before. So it was like, oh my, it was like a mind fuck. It was so weird. Um... But yeah, wow. I've also been talking about feelings. I've also been writing a lot recently. Um, I used to have a journal and I still do have a journal, a physical, you know, notebook that I write in. Um, I've been doing that for like four, almost five years now consistently, like not every single day, but, you know, whenever there's a little something that happens to you, whether it's good, it's bad, it's something that you feel like is noteworthy, Um, whether you want to talk through a feeling or through an emotion or write something down because that way you'll remember it better. Um, Just journaling has been so interesting and great when it comes to looking back on all the growth that you've been through. Sorry that my toe cracked. Um... (laughs) Yeah, journaling has been such a powerful tool because now I have those that stack of journals that I've had. I might have, like, I don't know. I go through, I would say, about one and a half slash two a year. Um, and now I get to look back and be like, hmm, how was I feeling, truly feeling on that day? Because you remember it afterwards differently than how it really felt like in the moment um and it's really really interesting to look back and see exactly how you described it in your words and kind of what those different feelings that you had inside were and what it really really felt like at the time instead of you know trying to piece it back together based on memories and whatever and it's been really powerful because you're like well look at how dramatic I was being um, well, not to invalidate myself at those times, but it's like I was feeling that emotion so powerfully. And then you look back on it and you're like, well, now it barely has any significance in my life. But at the time, it was such a huge deal or the opposite. Sometimes something huge happens and you remember it better or in a bigger way than it actually was. Um, so, yeah, journaling has been really, really good for the past four or five years. And I would absolutely recommend it if you have to um talk yourself through a a feeling or a situation or whatever I know a lot of people have you know take journaling as a recommendation but then they don't really know how to get into it I think well you can start with like 
I don't know, it kind of feels like a, a brainstorming session with yourself. And once you open that door of like, you know, starting to write about one tiny, tiny thing, then everything just comes pouring out of yourself um, and your brain and your heart and everything. Um, and it's really, I don't know, I love it. But I have gotten lazier. I get lazier and lazier by the day, I swear to God. And so now I'm like, ugh. I have too many thoughts in my brain at once and it won't just my pen is not going fast enough like I can't write everything at the same speed as it's coming through my brain um so what I did was I started a and I did something I I said I would never do because I'm like no paper over everything you know it's kind of like that traditional mindset of like I don't want to lose the paper aspect of things but um I started a pages slash word document on my laptop and I started typing things and kind of putting them in little chapters kind of like I would in my journal my physical journal um but I was like you know that way I can type really fast and it all comes pouring out of me at a at an acceptable speed because then I can catch up with my the keyboard um and so I started writing it down in on the laptop and it's so funny because it is one thing writing it down in your own handwriting and in a pen whatever and then reading it back I love reading back my journals like it's I swear to god sometimes I do not go to bed for like an hour or two because I'm fully reading through my journals like I'm reading a book like it's so I don't know maybe that's like my main character mindset obsession um it's so cool I love it as someone who loves like is very dramatic I'm very dramatic as a person and like if I'm walking down the street I am a hundred percent listening to music and pretending I'm in a movie like I know I am far from the only one to I'm far from being the only one to do that but it's so yeah so that if you love feeling that way oh my god write down your thoughts and whatever and over over describe the situations because then you're going to be so grateful that you did that because it just ah it makes it makes your life such a piece of art and you can really romanticize and describe and make everything such like a novel and a movie um and a narrative even if it's the slightest like smallest situation um, but I think it's interesting too because it mattered to you enough at that time to write down about it um, or to write it down and now it come it, it became its own thing but anyway the point is um, now that I'm doing it on my laptop and I'm still doing it in the journal in the physical one because I don't want to lose that habit but doing it on the laptop is just easier whatever now that I reread those entries on the laptop oh seeing it typed down like typed out in a way that like you would read a book mm, mm, beautiful it's so oh my god and then you can really you know because I don't really change the words I don't go back and change the words or edit my journal entries in a physical thing because it's like whatever it doesn't matter it's not for art purposes it's like for those feelings and externalizing that but once you see that typed out in front of you all laid out beautifully like that you can just oh 
it feels like you, I don't know, maybe that's just me, but I'm like, oh, I am a novelist. I should write books. It is so, so cool. Yeah, if you like feeling like the main character, wow. It just, ugh, because, I don't know, I go through such, like, absurd things sometimes, and I'm like, this needs to be written down. And doing it on the laptop makes it way more official, and mm-mm-mm, love it. Um, so go do that if you don't do it already. It's just, it's fun, and then it's so therapeutic because you get to look back on it and being like, oh, my feelings matter, because I would care about that main character's feelings in a book, right? You're like, oh yeah, that's the situation that she's going through, I feel bad for her. But then you look at yourself and you're like, oh, I deserve that same um, acknowledgement and that same validation from myself. Maybe that's an insane thing to say, I don't know. Um, But you might feel the same way, and in that way that might make you feel a little bit more validated in the way you're feeling but yeah uh feelings and emotions and uncertainty and doubt and going through different things the roller coaster that is life i don't know i think i've always had a really um dramatic mindset in the way that everything matters so much but also so little it's weird but anyway i have truly growing up um and entering that new phase of my life like you know being out of school and being kind of living a a sort of adult um life in the way that I'm not a teenager anymore really that really unlocked a version of my life that I didn't know was a thing um which makes so much sense obviously like you're not in the same phase of your life anymore but that transition kind of can be somehow drastic um but it it is so interesting for the sake of art and noticing that evolution i love it um i love it so yeah i guess i didn't really know what to talk about but at the end of the day that's kind of what's been on my mind um I didn't really know if that was going to be an interesting episode because it's not a really specific topic. Um, I know that we haven't talked about pop culture in a while. Um, if you want a little bit of pop culture for that episode specifically, you know what I, what I will be talking about? I will be talking about... Okay, I have to calm down because it, it kind of annoys me so bad uh, every time I talk about this to- topic. Um, the double standard of women in the film industry my god um i'm talking specifically you know exactly what i'm gonna say i'm talking specifically about the don't worry darling thing situation okay um my god the double standard happening in this situation is absolutely insane and i have been saying this i have been saying this it's just like a certain court thing that happened over the past year um that now people are finally waking up to and realizing that it was insane behavior um from everyone um but that was never me though so yeah i'm good um so this time around i want to make sure that you know i never switched my mind and i approached this with like clarity whatever anyway the point is the double standard 
of women in the film industry, especially female directors. My God, like, since when do you care about directors to begin with? Um, it just pisses me off so bad because the general public does not care about directors. Like, they barely know who is who. Um, I just do not understand the hate and the intense scrutiny that Olivia Wilde has been a victim of. Um, it is... That is what happens with the internet, with the media in general. It's like, they take someone's... They take someone's life and an aspect of it and whatever situation is going on in in that life of that specific celebrity and they blow it out of proportion make it insane um somehow ruin the life of that person because everyone is bashing them for it or being very very intense and not shutting up about it and to the public and to the audience that becomes kind of a joke, you know, it becomes a habit, and because, like, a little, little thing, a little fun activity to do, uh, I think what we don't realize is that there are actual people on the other side of that, and that whatever those little criticisms and remarks and things that you think are funny, like a, a drama about a film set that, by the way, is nothing compared to other enormous things that happen on other film sets that, no one cares about um and that literally no one will hold people accountable for um especially when it comes to male directors by the way um but anyway they take that tiny little portion of someone's life and whatever listen whatever workplace drama happened that is as petty as whatever happened on don't worry darling like i don't think people died you know what i'm saying like no one's life was ruined based on that um but it just becomes such a huge deal to the general public but at the same time it becomes like a fun little activity to partake in um but that has real consequences on the future career of that said female director um and as someone who is wanting to go into that field and be in that position um it really annoys me because i'm like kind of coming to terms with the fact that this might be my reality as well and that um when that as a a woman you have to be the face of all women um and that you will be subjected to more scrutiny than uh the other members of the population because you can't fuck up uh, you can't make a mistake because then that is going to follow you everywhere and have that reputation because, you know, why are you even in that job to begin with, right? Um, it just annoys me. It annoys me so bad because I have been... Okay, this sound, this is going to sound so pretentious and annoying, but I have been to film school, my God. Um, and when I tell you the things that happen in film schools on a set of 20 people... I'm not talking about hundreds. I'm talking about 20 people on a really, really, really insignificant project. The things that happen on there are so much worse than whatever happened on Don't Worry Darling. And it literally does not matter. Like, it does not matter. And it is so dumb. Like, I've, you do not realize how dumb it is. Like, 
yeah, you're going to have to fight your actors. Yeah, you're going to argue with the producer. You're going to argue with the director. You're going to have arguments because it is teamwork and you get pissed off at working together for like hours and hours and hours on end for months. I can't even imagine. I've never done a shoot that long. But yeah, it just makes sense that stuff like that is bound to happen. And I cannot believe that people care that much. Um, Because it is fun to engage in drama and whatever. But it's not fun when that turns into intense hate and ruins the life of someone whose career as a female director... Um, one of the few that have their movies being financed by big studios, it's not funny when that becomes an actual problem for them to continue that career, even though there are so few of us in that role. So, yeah, I don't know. It annoys me. It annoys me when people prey on other people's downfalls just because it's funny and it becomes a... I don't know, they just go with the flow of whatever the internet is doing. Um, So yeah, I just don't engage in that behavior when it comes to that film. Um, And I'm going to go see it anyway because it looks like a really good movie. And all the reviews I've heard, apart from the haters and the old men watching it at festivals, everything I've heard from people my age, because I do think I'm the target audience... I'm gonna eat this up so yeah that was a really big switch from whatever we were talking about earlier but I I feel like you know that has been on my mind for a little bit coexisting alongside with that uncertainty and feeling of you know going into that new chapter they have both been existing in my brain together and simultaneously so I feel like that needed to be shared because if that's what this episode is going to be about you know the kind of little rumblings of my brain um might as well talk about that. So let me know what you think. Um, but I've had enough debates about the movie. I don't care that much, but I that was I had to share my my opinion because I feel like now everyone is just sharing their opinions like we care, um, and I know no one cares, but it's just fun to share your opinion once in a while. So yeah, thank you so much for listening and for being so patient with the new episode um yeah i hope you you enjoyed listening to me go on little rants about my doubts and fears um but yeah let me know what you thought about this sort of format for for the episode i feel like it was not very it was a different um thing than usual but still a fun conversation and it felt like a good way to ease myself back into recording those episodes because it is still something I really have a lot of fun doing so yeah once again if you have been listening from the beginning or even if you've just joined now and took the time out of your day to listen to the entire episode then I'm so grateful for you and your presence and allowing me to be a part of your day once again if you want to continue the conversation or just talk about anything you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at the nonpod. Um, I also do share little updates about when the new episode is coming out and stuff like that. So if you want to interact and be in the loop and know what's up, then you can go check that out. 
And you can also rate and review the podcast on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and that really helps put the podcast on the map um, and make sure that people know that, you know, it is a reliable thing and that the audience enjoys it. So I would really appreciate that if you do that. And yeah, I will I will see you or I will be in your ears um, next week, Friday hopefully on time this time and um i hope you have a wonderful rest of your week or a wonderful weekend when does this come out yeah it's gonna be a weekend yay um and it's my birthday on monday so i'm excited about that yeah what are you excited about find something to be excited about right now tiny little thing and focus your attention on that because there's always something exciting in the distance whether it's like taking a walk or listening to your favorite album or watching a new episode of your show cooking a meal eating something that you love there's always something exciting in the future happening um and my life is revolving solely around what exciting thing is waiting for me so that could also be an option for you to Go about your day if you're not feeling the best. But so I'm sending you a lot of love. And yes, I'll be there next week. Bye.